1: Elevated.
2: This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast And I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us Means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way But from time to time, a story just stays with me And I feel compelled to share it with you And give you my thoughts And now, one more thing All right, so this one is not as much a news story as it is a bit of a zombie, uh, a myth zombie, meaning that it's a belief that just won't die. But to be fair, we've come a long way. Uh, I'm talking about the myth that black men are bad fathers, and that we are absent from the home. Um, The statistic that we hear often is somewhere between 67 and 72% of black children are born into single-parent households, okay? So, I want to put a pin in that. We'll come back to it. Here on the Black Information Network um, and on this show, you know, I, I have to discuss black issues with lots of folks and it surprises me how prevalent this myth is still Um, you know but I can't get mad at anyone because I myself had to learn that this was a myth too you know and talking to people oh we we just need to work on us and we need to get more black men back in the homes and this not in the third and we need to stop having babies and leaving you know that sort of thing um, but that is very far from the norm. And there's actually data from, I believe it was a 2013 or 2014 CDC report that suggested that black dads are doing best of all. Um, and it was widely covered. But widely covered doesn't mean that it offsets many decades' worth of stereotypes. And so it felt important to put this piece together. So that we all can establish where we are, how far we've come, and what we really need to focus on moving forward. Because if we continue to focus on issues that we've addressed, um, then we're not progressing. Does that make sense? So, back to the statistic. 67 to 72% of black children born into single-parent households. Now... I have some theories on this that I want to share. Now, these things are, are my theories, and you are welcome to reach out to me via social media. I'm at Ja. You can reach out to me through the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app um, or any number of ways because I would love to hear your thoughts as well. But my thinking is that this these statistics that we hear often, they don't really tell the whole story. Perhaps they don't account for households where children split time between parents. Um, I I recognize that there are lots of people who have children and they love their children, but perhaps the relationship that produced the children. Um, isn't viable long-term. And most humans, black included, remember, black people are the original humans, love their children, right? It's an interesting thing because, you know, in keeping with that idea, the the myth, again, is that African-American men don't take care of their children, children, right? So if African-American men don't take care of their children, but African men take care of their children, we've certainly not heard those stories in our lifetimes. There's a billion people on that continent. And as far as we know, they grow up just fine, right? And granted, there are going to be isolated stories, but it's not a systemic issue the way it's made out to be in America. So let's just take that by itself on its face. If there is a an issue with African-American men, but there's not an issue with African men, then it stands to reason that there might be something going on with the America part or the American part of that, right? But um, we'll, we'll dissect that a bit more as we continue. So. The statistic that we're accustomed to hearing doesn't perhaps account for households where children split time between parents. Um, yeah, you know, I'm from Compton, California. I was born in 1982, so I was in Compton when it was a lot of crack out there. Um, really tough place to be. And people were just trying to figure out how to get by. That's the way I remember it. I was very young, of course. And I I remember things like, you know, putting bills in the baby's names and, you know, government programs, you know, things like this. So, if you need to qualify for the WIC program, Women, Infant, Children, W I C WIC, it might help your case if you don't report that your fa- the the father of these children live with you right because you need that support you need that assistance and if you report that the father lives in the home with you that might prevent you from qualifying you know this is just an example but I'm trying to help this live a little so another theory is that perhaps families black families maybe don't report things like this because it gives them a little bit more access to support, okay? But, you know, these and things like these may help address this statistic that we hear all too often. Again, the 67 to 72% of black children being born into single-parent households. But I have another statistic for you, and this is true. Most black fathers... Live with their children. Two point five million, compared to one point seven million who don't. Okay. And of the fathers that aren't around, you know, we we recognize that we have other systemic issues that we are dealing with as a race in this country. Um, uh, death is something that. We have to be a little bit more concerned about um, as black men. Um, of course, uh, imprisonment rates, you know, um, disproportionate uh, sentencing, over policing, and the the whole criminal justice system, top to bottom. That, in theory, Uh, would account for some of the 1.7 million who don't live with their children. Um, But again, that is the minority, whereas the majority of black children live in the home with their father. Now, what I don't want to do is misrepresent these statistics in the way that they have been misrepresented to us from the left and the right in this country, the political left and the political right in this country. Um, I don't want to say that absenteeism doesn't happen. In fact, I myself have a story that I have not made too much grounds on and my hope is that it will resolve itself at some point in the future. But it certainly does not point to the systemic issue, the widespread epidemic, if you will, that it's been made out to be. Uh, Rather, these are more isolated stories and, every time you come across a story that confirms what you already believe to be true, the way your mind works and the way that you tend to recall information, um, you know, this is, this is cognitive bias. Um, it, it sort of helps fortify a false narrative, right? But again, this is not the norm. The norm is in fact, as I mentioned, Most black fathers live in the homes with their children. Now, the CDC report goes into detail about exactly what that means. Black fathers changing diapers. That is done more frequently than all the other races. Black fathers uh, going to schools and picking up children and and dropping them off and helping with homework and things like that in the home. Black fathers doing that more frequently than any other race. Okay. Okay. So it's important to know that because this myth that we're carrying with us allows other systemic issues to continue to affect our lives when other people continue to point at something that never was really that big of an issue and has since been addressed in further detail, in greater detail. a lot of this comes from the Reagan era, you know, and and the in the crack era, you know, where the the media reported on us like we were just animals, soulless animals, and. Those images were very much seared into the consciousness of this nation, and we're not immune to that. So we believe that to be true about ourselves. And of course, when you have numbers, quote unquote, again, that 72% of black children being born into single parent households, you know, numbers are continually manipulated to maintain or establish um, a narrative. You know, we like to think that numbers don't lie, but, you know, I think that we all understand that depending on how numbers are reported or how you look at numbers, they can tell different stories. Um, certainly, uh, that that's certainly true when you leave out uh, nuance and context. So what we don't want to have happen is for government agencies to be able to insulate themselves from real issues, systemic issues that ail our communities by pointing the finger at us saying, well, you need to get your fathers back in the homes because that's the source of your problems. No, our problems are uh, various and uh, that is one that is largely a falsehood. Now, this narrative has been very convenient for white supremacy and white supremacist institutions um, because it suggests that we're not, we as black people are not doing our part rather than America not doing America's part in addressing the systemic issues. So it's about time that we move past this one in the way that we moved past uh, the welfare stereotypes and the crack stereotypes and the lazy or jobless black people stereotypes. We've come a long way. And I think it's time for us to let this zombie myth die too. Again, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Um, I'm on all social media at RamsesJah. And of course, you can use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. Let me know what you think. You know, um, I'm not immune to cognitive bias (laughs) myself. But again, and as always, I believe that somewhere in a conversation where we're all seated and talking and have a vested interest in the outcome that we'll find our path forward. So thank you for listening, and we'll talk again soon. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast.
1: Elevated.